Rockwired Sound in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, this is Rockwired Radio Profiles with your host, Brian Lush, exclusively at rockwired.com. Today, Rockwired gives it up for a little bit more in their brand new release, Silhouettes. Stick around for more. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media LLC, a limited liability company. Please stand by. Welcome to the latest edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles, exclusively at rockwired.com. I'm your host, Brian Lush, and the music is out there. And today, and for this edition, we're turning the volume down just a little bit uh, with the country roots Americana sound of a little bit more. Uh, The band is comprised of Reed Fields and Jill Hamlin, and together they make some incredible sounding Southern harmonies. You know, it's, it's just a great listen. And uh, I had a chance to speak with both Reed and Jill regarding their music, and you're going to be hearing that interview in just a few minutes. But first, from their release Silhouettes, here is a little bit more with Good Habit. single day fill my mind 
a little bit more with Good Habit off of their brand new release, Silhouettes. For more on the duo, check them out at their official website, a littlebitmoremusic.com. Rockwired had a chance to speak with both Reed Fields and Jill Hamlin of A Little Bit More regarding their music, and here's how the interview went. Silhouettes is an amazing listen, by the way. And now that it's out there for people to get a listen to, how, how do you guys feel about the finished work? Um... Well, I, I think we're proud of it. Um, you know, this is our first um, first go at, at, at an album. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, we, we put a lot into it. Uh, you know, just, just our own personal <laughs> uh, thoughts and reflections into the album and into the song. So it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know, I guess it's really close to home for us. I, th- I think... Uh just to add something to that I think what we were able to accomplish in four days because a lot of people don't know we recorded everything on it in, in four days we went to Nashville and stayed there and did it all in four days we spent about three 13 hour days in the studio so we were pretty pretty relieved to have it done but again the results we're pretty excited about yeah I mean it kind of surprises me to hear that this is the first outing for you guys it really sound you guys really sound like a couple of seasoned you know professionals with this album who helped you guys yeah who helped you guys put it together who who, who helped you behind the recording console and everything um we we recorded in nashville at station west and our engineer was kyle manor and they are just some of the best people you will ever meet they really treat you like family they give you honest advice um, but they don't push you either, you know, in any direction. They they listen to what your concerns are and what you want and what the finished product is, and they just really kind of help you um, uh, make that make that vision full circle. I see. And bring me back to the beginning of uh, of, of this of this duo. I mean, I, I mean, talk about how it got off the ground. Well, I think our background is pretty diverse. We've played in, in different groups. Uh, and, and we just we met about uh, a year and a half, two years ago. We were just, uh, I think it was just an outing in a garage. There was maybe a cookout or something going on. We were playing, and I met Jill. And then we, we played with some of the guys that were there at the garage in a group called Highway 36. And, you know, some things happened, as always happens with a lot of bands. And we decided to try to do some stuff, uh, just do all. And we are really, really concerned about writing and trying to do some riches. Stuff. I think we had kind of the same vision about where we wanted to go, so that's we've been working towards that, and uh, just love writing together. And it seems like we have some chemistry. So I see. I that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I kind of I think Reed pretty much summed it up. We we just met at a you know a local friend's jam in his garage, and when I walked in and I heard Reed Reed singing. I thought, wow, that's that's an amazing voice. And then, you know, our friendship kind of grew from there, and you know, the friendship with the rest of the guys there. And like you said, we we formed a band with them, and then uh, 
you know, we just kind of decided we wanted to try to write some more stuff, and, and we just kind of took off from there. This next question, I'm going to put both of you in each other's spotlight. Uh, Jill, talk about what it is that Reed brings to the table that makes this thing worthwhile for you. Oh, wow. Bring, <laughs> Reed brings a whole lot. He brings uh, uh, his, obviously his voice is just amazing. Um, his range is just, it's just crazy. So, um, but he also brings uh, comic relief when we're writing together. Uh, he has a really great sense of humor. Um, he's he's really easy uh, to talk with about things because when when you're working as a partnership like that, um, you know you have to be pretty pretty open and honest and be ready for criticism. And and he takes that and gives that really well. So uh, he brings a lot of that. Um, that's really his one of his strong suits there. Plus his, he's just amazing with his uh, guitar skill. Um, and just the melodies that he can come up with and, and the really neat catch lines or hook phrases. But, I mean, I, I could go on and on and on <laughs> about that. And Reed, uh, to, to tell me what it is that Jill brings to the table that makes this thing work for you. I don't know. She's pretty good at bringing out my points. I think I've got weaknesses in, but she's got confidence <laughs> some of that. But uh, um, I... I uh, musically, I think she can play a lot of different instruments. She, she focuses on keyboards, and, that, and that's what they hear here on the, on the CD. But I think she's great at that. Lyrically, I mean, we can we can uh, come up with the hook together, and she just seems to find the thing the, the best way to say it, as far as the song is concerned. Ways that everybody else doesn't say it, but it really hits home. I think that's that's solid. And she's taught me so much about harmony vocals, and just her background in music and. Uh, just the chemistry there, I think that's what makes it work. We 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 have had some disagreements. It's not all just when when you're writing songs, you have to be able to take criticism. Sometimes we haven't done that as well, but so we're both hard headed. But I think that that's kind of what makes it as well. So. And so far, what sort of reactions have you guys been able to gauge from silhouettes? I mean, I I mean, have there been any reactions to it that have surprised you, or that you didn't quite see coming? Or you tell me. Um, well, so far, we've gotten a whole lot of positive reactions, and uh, people's um, take on different songs where where our songs kind of lead their vision and what they think the song is about. Um, some of some of that really has kind of been like, oh, huh, never really thought about that angle, but then even as we reflect on the song, it can be like, oh, yeah, you know, we can see where it could go that way. Um so and and I think I think just really the pos the positivity that we've receiving um, is really shocking. You know, this this meant a lot to us, and we're proud of it. But you know, it's just a whole different kind of feeling when other people are are proud of it. Like your friends that you know are, are proud of it, and um, your family's proud of it. But then also strangers, you know, are saying, "Hey, you know, we really like this album. We really we really like your sound." It's uh, it's very, uh, it's just a, I, I don't think there's really words for, for the feeling that you get from that. It's just very, it's very surreal and very humbling. And, uh, and, and I've been hearing, you know, hints about your background, Jill. What was it that got you into music in the first place? <clears throat> oh, gosh. Um, well, um, <laughs> well, being from Kentucky, you know, kind of uh, one of the, uh, I guess characteristics here is a lot of people are 
uh, raised in a, a church setting or some sort of religious setting. Um, and my grandparents sang in church, and, uh, you know, so I kind of, that's kind of how I, you know, learned about harmonies and, and that sort of thing. And I ended up, uh, one of the music leaders there at the church really, really supported me with the piano playing and uh, singing as well. Um, you know, he would have me play for, for different things. You know, I, I was two when I was playing, so, you know, he would uh, actually lift me up onto the onto the piano bench and kind of hold me there <laughs> while we played together. Um, so, uh, you know, that kind of really sparked everything. And then I started playing uh, Suzuki violin when I was about four, and then, you know, went from violin to piano, and, you know, again, all of this was by ear, ear training, and, uh, you know, I, I had the chance to study with, um, with Jay Flippin, um, who's now passed on, but, uh, you know, he, he won uh, very, several awards um, for his uh, composing, he's a jazz pianist, he toured all over the place, so I was very fortunate to uh, to uh, to meet him and, and be able to uh, to learn to learn from him. And uh, so then that kind of went from there. I ended up uh, going to Queens University in Belfast and got my master's in ethnomusicology, which is just really a fancy term for uh, you'll never find a real job. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a great experience. Um, I highly recommend that if anybody has the chance to study abroad, to definitely do it. Um, you know, don't let anybody, don't let anybody ever say that you, you're not good enough to try something. Uh, always, always uh, ignore that and prove them wrong. <laughs> For more on a little bit more, check them out at their official website, a little bit more and the link is provided right here at rockwire.com. From their release silhouettes, here is a little bit more once again with If Only For A Moment. Thank you. 
arms around you While you whisper in my ear Stay up to watch the sunrise growing up in this part of Kentucky. It was kind of kind of a family thing. It was not like any of the uh, family were on a, on a big-time stage, but it was just something we would do as far as family gatherings, family reunions. It was almost like a, just a form of entertainment that, among the family. And I just, my grandmother tried to get me to start playing guitar when I was about five or six, but I didn't want anything to do with us. I was more concerned with uh, fishing and uh, other things outdoors at that time. But uh, started getting interested in guitar because I was wanting to try to sing and maybe do some writing and uh, I was going to college at Moorhead State University at the time and I think I started at about 20 20 years old so that's just kind of went from there and explain the songwriting process within this ba- within this duo how do you guys go about it uh, we're just all we're trying to listen for hooks anywhere we're at when, when we listen to people talk or anything we see we're, our minds just kind of focus on that right now we're trying to hear something that's going to be going to catch someone's attention and give us a good avenue to write and maybe maybe put something out there that people can relate with and, and we, we play on our own personal experiences and our friends and anything around us so we'll start with that sometimes it may start with a melody but I think the hook really starts with most times sometimes you come up with a neat melody one, with, one we're working on now called I Know Where You've Been did start with a melody and we just kind of built around that we'll just bounce ideas back and forth and uh, you know sometimes a song may happen in one of the songs on there uh, Beer Bottle on that album I think I think it was written in 20 minutes it just came to us and we put it together and it was written in 20 minutes and then there's some on there that have taken like maybe a month just back and forth so until you get the finished product it's it, and you have to be you have to have a thick skin when you bring an idea to even a partner so putting it out in front of people your own uh, your own work and your own creation is you're really out on a limb there, so you got to be willing to hear some criticism. 
And uh, from the album, uh, what songs have each of you the most excited to get people to hear and why? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, oh, wow, that's a really hard question. <laughs> um, I, I, I really enjoy um, uh, Save Me Tonight and uh, The Last Time. Um, they're just—they're—I don't—they're just really—they've um, got good beats, they've got good rhythm, and they seem like uh, after you hear them, they really kind of stay in your head quite a bit. Um, you know, they're—they're they're similar, but, but kind of contrast uh, as well in in lyrics and in kind of uh, in singing. Um, but I, I think I think I'm really proud of those those two songs. I think the one song on there that I, I really want people to hear and it's, it, we kind of it was one of those we kind of clashed over the idea of the song when I came up with it it was just it's are they listening to my song and it was um, we didn't know if it would be too harsh but we were at the you know we've, we've played for some crowds that you just wonder if they even know you're there or not sometimes I think every musician's experienced that so and it's a duet as well that's one of the reasons I like it it kind of features features both of us getting to sing some lead and uh, that's one and uh Ah, uh, for another, like she said, that's a, that's a tough question to just pull one out, but uh, I'm trying to think of another one here that she didn't mention. Probably I, I, the idea Jill came up with, with the title of the song is Where I Am, and it deals with this the area we're in. There's a huge problem with prescription drug abuse, and, and that's kind of what that's about, you know, different experiences of people we know and and some person, people that we're close to that have had issues with prescription drug abuse, and it's kind of from that perspective. And with this uh, album behind you guys, I mean, in terms of getting it produced and all that, you know, what's next for you two musically? Um, well, uh, I think we're getting ready to um, to kind of start our, it, we're calling it our Where I Am 2017 tour. <laughs> so um, we're going to be uh, starting in Cape um, Cod and going down the coast uh, in May and uh, just kind of seeing where where it takes us, and then um, hopefully by uh, the end of the summer, um, we should be wrapping that up in July, and uh, we'll end up in Nashville at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville in July, and uh, so uh, we're hoping that after that we'll be uh, ready to start on our second album, and uh, kind of see kind of see where that goes, and you know where where the road takes us. And what would each of you like someone to come away with after they hear Silhouettes? Well, I think Jill touched on this earlier. Our songs, um, we kind of intentionally write to, for songs to be able to be interpreted differently. A lot of our songs are kind of, you know, you, just like she said, you can take them different ways. So you can create your own, just, just so people can connect with it on a uh, deeper level and it'll touch more different, you know, more uh, diverse audiences so they can... You make your own connection with it, so I think if, if they understand that, you know, they can relate to these songs if, if they listen to the lyrics, and, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, there's a lot of a diversity on there as far as styles, everything from the song "Get Up, Crowd," which is like a more modern country rock song, to uh, again the beer bottle, which is more of a traditional sounding country song. So just uh, hopefully find something they like in there. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I kind of agree with Reed on that. Um, I I just want people to come out with uh, 
uh, their own interpretation and uh, want them to feel comfortable, you know, expressing um, your thoughts and feelings and, and uh, you, you know, just uh, coming coming back with, uh, I guess, just a sense of uh, making making someone think, you know, instead of having something spelled out for them, which I think a lot of our uh, society is kind of getting to, you know. <laughs> um, you know, they, they want things like they want things uh, just kind of short and sweet and here's the point and... Uh, at least in our our area, a lot. Um, you know, so I, I, I want people to really be able to think and feel, and uh, and and take things for their own perceptions instead of what someone else says. For more on the duo, check them out at their official website, a little bit more music.com. And from their new release, Silhouettes, here is a little bit more once again with Beer Bottle. Friends, we party all the time. 
That's going to do it for this edition of Rockwired Radio Profiles. A special thanks goes out to both Reed Fields and Jill Hamlin for their time and their music. And a very special thanks goes out to Rhonda of Team RMG. For Rockwired, I'm Brian Lush, and remember, keep your eyes forward, never look back, and make it up as you go. Rockwired Radio Profiles is powered by Rockwired Media, LLC. A limited liability company and is available exclusively at rockwire.com. Online radio that rocks.